Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 66th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is Not Joe Flacco, the podcast. God, it is birthday week for me. I turned 39 on Sunday. I've been memeing about it. I haven't shut the fuck up about it. And this is my last podcast before I turn 39, which is basically the last year of my life. Um, I always thought that like like your life ended at 40. No, it actually ends when you have kids. So this is all gravy for me at this point. It's all gravy. I just sleepwalk through my life, and here we are. But I had something funny happen. So on the podcast, I came up with a meme idea. We're talking about Gardner Minshew, and he's got multiple fractures in his thumb. And so he's on the verge of not playing, or he's definitely not playing, or something. I don't know. It's the Jaguars. I'm not doing a ton of research. And I'm like... I'm like, I need to do the meme where, you know, there's a guy beating his, you know, a guy getting his hand beat with a hammer, you know, because he's like got caught stealing or, you know, uh, screwing with the casino or something. And Doug brought up the scene from Casino, the movie where a guy gets the, the ball peen hammer and the bang, bang, bang. And I'm like, okay, well, now I got to, I got to make this meme. And uh, I go in and I Google. Man breaking hand with hammer. And you know what fucking pops up? A story I'd forgotten about. Where Gardner Minshew tried breaking his own hand with a hammer to get a medical red shirt. He wanted to play more football in college. He was blocked on the depth chart. And he thought the only way he was going to get another year was if he broke his hand. On an episode of the Barstool Sports Podcast, pardon my take, posted whenever, Friday morning, the Jacksonville Jaguars rookie was asked to tell the most Gardner Minshew story of all time. He delivered a doozy. Told a story from his first year at East Carolina after transferring from Northwest Mississippi Community College. God, Northwest Mississippi Community College. Can you imagine what that place is like? With two senior quarterbacks ahead of him, Minshew planned to redshirt that season and start for the Pirates the next three years. But when circumstances beyond his control led him to seeing action in part of one game, Minshew knew a medical redshirt was the only way he could preserve his three years of eligibility. So, you know, I got an idea, Minshew said on the podcast. I go home, I grab a bottle of Jack Daniels, and I grab a hammer, and I go back to my room, and I take a pull of the Jack Daniels. I put my hand on the table, and boom, boom, boom. One, two, three, hit the hell out of my hand, dude. I'm sitting there shaking, but I know it's not broke. So I'm like, come on, the man with the most famous mustache from football said, take another pull. One, two, three. Again, still nothing. I'm just shaking at this point, man, but I knew it wasn't broken. So one more time, another pull, another three hits, and that was all I could take. I couldn't break my own hand. So I don't – I mean, Minshew is playing football right now, so I don't think – he was the one that broke his own hand. But would I put it past the Jaguars, who were probably sitting there going like, you know, the Jets, they're not going to win many games this year, if any. And if we've got this Minshew guy starting, we might win another one, maybe two. 
Let's take him out. Let's take out Minshew. So that's what I think happened. I think Gardner Minshew ended up with multiple fractures in his hand because the Jaguars put a hit out on him. Just wanted to rough him up a little. You see? Teach him a lesson. So, anyways, that's my that's my conspiracy theory. The Jaguars have broken Gardner Minshew's hand on purpose in order to increase their chances of getting Trevor Lawrence. And that, my friends, is the intro into the podcast. After the GOAT, Doug and I go over Thursday Night Football and our predictions for week eight. We in week eight? God damn. Uh, basically the halfway point in the season and break down what we think will happen on every game, picking against the spread. I hope you enjoy it. I thank you for listening. And please go say something nice on the Apple podcast thing, something that's different than what Hector said to me the other day, which is that he basically beats off to the podcast. So I would I would. Appreciate you saying something. I mean, listen, I'll take any review you give me. Let's be honest. So, Hector, thank you for your touching review. After the goat, week eight. All right, we are back. The gruesome twosome. Going old school, just Doug and I on this one. Thursday night, we're back for the Thursday night. I think feel like for the first time in like two weeks, I think my – yeah. My goddamn kids. Kids getting in the way of podcasts. Don't they know I don't make any money doing this and this is not how they're going to get put through college? <laughs> ungrateful. Ungrateful. This is, this is my one piece of joy and you fucking steal it from me? How dare you? I didn't realize until I had kids, man, just how much my parents probably hated me. <laughs> Like, just how many nights were filled with, are you fucking kidding me? Just over and over and over again on a fucking loop. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, just a a wholesome thought for all you 16-year-olds that will wake up, look at your parents in the morning, and will think that they love you. But really, they love you just with kind of an ounce of wanting to murder you. <laughs> it's definitely anyways. a thought. Yeah, what's the um, some but some comedian's joke where he's he's like, you know, if you haven't thought about killing your wife, you don't love her. <laughs> so, um, anyways, it's football. We have football tonight. Falcons yeah. Panthers. I like this game. I like this game more than, I mean, the Falcons are one and six, and they're still a way more entertaining team than the Bears. Yeah, they're definitely the best. Well, I guess now two-win team, but they were definitely the best one-win team. Certainly the most watchable. And it's like if they'd just had – I don't know if it's competent coaching or – I mean, it's definitely competent coaching, but if they just had – what is it? I mean, at some point, don't you need some pride to stop blowing those games? I don't know what that is. Yeah, their defense stepped up tonight. Yeah, I mean – Teddy gifted him that last interception. It was uh, it would be hard. It would have been if they dropped that one, man. I would have. I I don't know how Atlanta would have dealt with that. Yeah, more disciplined team would have caught it. So Matt Rule, loser. 
and 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 we have our first semi unsolicited Matt Rule hate of the day. I fucking yeah. love it. Matt, uh, I got Matt Ryan going in my fantasy team because of Dak's injury. He didn't throw a touchdown, so that kind of hurt. That was kind of the only reason I was watching. Uh, so. Yeah, he like underthrew Julio in the end zone or something. And, and yeah, I've got Julio in a couple leagues, and I would really like him to get into the end zone more than twice a season. Yeah. It's weird that he doesn't score more touchdowns. God, he just just – he just looks so much bigger than everybody when he's out there, too. Yeah, like, he's just a, a monster. Yeah. Just a monster. Uh, best wide receiver in football, Julio? D-Hop? Other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the two, I would say. Um, yeah, that's a tough call. I don't know. Probably Julio Jones just because he's bigger. Like yeah, Davis. and I, you know, it's like he's he's just Julio, man. I mean, he just uh, um, so yeah, just like so much speed and so much like I, I think D Hop's probably you know, craftier, but like they were watching my one of my favorite things lately is like just how much Instagram gets off on route porn. Really? Where it's just like, where it's just, it's just like videos of guys of like wide receivers breaking somebody's ankles on a route, and there's like multiple videos tonight of Julio just destroying people on routes, and it's fantastic. Yeah, his size, speed, he's got it all. Yeah, but I mean, anything that touches, uh, what's his name, Cardinals receiver Hopkins, that touches his hands, he catches it. Yeah, every time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, those, those are the two big. They're still the two best wide receivers. And going into this, yeah. going into this season, I mean, Julio had such a bad season last year compared to, sorry, D Hop had such a bad season last year compared to his own standards that yeah. like he might have fallen out of my top five. And because sometimes wide receivers just fall off the face of the earth like that, but he uh, he certainly seems juvenated with uh with kyler well the the michael thomas hype train was heavy this offseason and look where he is now he's punching guys in practice and been injured you know who wasn't part of the michael thomas hype train the nfl meme community (laughs) we were we were we were out there in force saying this slant boy is not uh he's not who you think he is so. Yeah, that offense, the short routes, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the, and their offense would be a hell of a lot better with – Saints offense would be a hell of a lot better with Michael Thomas on the field. He's still valuable, but it's like the thought of like somebody – like give me Julio eight day, you know, twice every day and twice on Sunday kind of shit over, over yeah. Michael Thomas. Like oh, Absolutely. So, um, all right, who would you have in this game, Falcons or Panthers? Um, I was cheering for the Falcons like I picked them, but then I just opened it up, and I guess I picked the Panthers. <laughs> you kind you kind of Falcons that one. Yeah, I really did. Like I just clicked on it before we got on here. I was like, "Yep, yeah, one for one." No. <laughs> <laughs> just um, if I just if I just gone down if I just gone down. Nope, he scored. But yeah, I don't even remember what day of the week I picked this game. So 
I did so, mine yeah. like I remembered it like five ten with ten minutes to go, and I'm like staring at it, and I hovered over the the Panthers just because they're not the Falcons. And I'm like, the Falcons have to win one of these, and I got lucky. So I ended up going yeah, with the Falcons. Are the team. Yeah, they uh, – that was definitely the game to get in that division. Yeah, and if – I mean, if if you can ever look into the future and pick against the team whose starting quarterback gets a shot to the head on – just gets cheap shotted to the head on the tackle, that's – you you want – you want to be able to bet against the the quarterback who's going into concussion protocol. Yeah, you hate to see that. You're what is it? What did he get? Seventy something million. Big money quarterback taking a hit. Yeah. Did he get that much? I thought it was like two years and like I thought it was only like thirty or forty. It was like two years and thirty or two years and forty yeah. million something like that. Whatever he got, it was way more than I thought he was worth. Bridgewater. I'll look it up here. I feel like it was a two-year contract, like thirty or forty million. That's a, I mean, you know, four, got a three-year, sixty-three million dollar deal with thirty-three in total guaranteed money. Yeah, so I mean, like anytime they do that, guarantee. I just look at the guaranteed money and go, oh, okay, that's what they're paying him. Yeah. So two years, thirty-three. You'll take that from Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Uh, interesting stat, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, over, I think the last four or five seasons has only lost five games. Drew Brees has lost five games in the last two seasons. Obviously Teddy Bridgewater, the better quarterback. Yeah. The stats don't lie. (laughs) Yeah. Drew Brees just loses too many games. So, um, all right. You want to get into the picks? Yeah, absolutely. All right. First game on the ballot. Ooh, ballot. I've, I've been reading my, my Twitter is just all election stuff right now. Um, oh, Can't you, I'm so excited for this to be over. Uh, yeah. Yes. It could mean any number of things, but we'll, uh, uh, we'll get onto the football. Uh, so uh, the, the preview is black Josh Allen versus white Cam Newton. Who do you have? Um, I'm taking the Bills. The Patriots look like doo-doo right now. Um, this could be the last game we see Cam Newton as a starter because, like I said, he keeps just shot-putting that football down the field. I don't think he's looking good, and I don't think he's recovering in this game against this defense. So, so I'm taking the Bills with the three-and-a-half points. Yeah, same. I thought I wanted to pick the Patriots. I mean, this feels like – a uh you know pull out all the stops belichick thing you know edelman might have five pass attempts like just you know they well actually edelman looks like he's out he's got a fucking knee injury so he looks like he's out and now it like came out like there's at least something i saw today on one of the non meme pages that um belichick is open to trade taking calls on everybody and like even uh gilmore was was uh you know they're bandied about as like my grandparents would say um yeah no he uh d- did he post his house like up for sale was that him I, that, that was uh, carlos dunlap did that he like posted his house I for think, sale on instagram yeah no i think what's his name might have followed suit <laughs> wow okay i gotta get on that one yeah no i'm pretty sure i just saw that yeah so, so yeah 34 year old year old Edelman who hasn't really been doing anything this season's out. Yeah. Like 
nothing is looking good for the Patriots on offense. Their offense looks so bad. Yeah. And there's nobody – Is there's not a single scary guy on that offense except Cam if he's healthy. And if Cam's not healthy, then he's just a guy. And like a – but, I mean, Cam looked awful against the, the Niners last week. And Stidham looked worse. Like Stidham yeah. doesn't like I they they must have zero faith in Stidham basically at this point. Is this the uh, tanking for recently COVID positive Trevor Lawrence? Uh they've got two wins. Uh, do you think the Jets are going to get to two wins? I think the Jets are dumb. I think the Patriots they always got draft stock assets to trade up. So, but yeah, maybe the Jets aren't trading to the. I mean, the last time the Jets traded something to the Patriots, it was Bill Belichick, and look how that turned out. Yeah, not so good. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I don't know. All right, maybe the most – so, these – the next game – so, we're both taking the Bills, and this is basically – the Bills are, what, two games up, game and a half up in the division on the Patriots. Um if the Dolphins Dolphins have a tough game this week, if they lose, they could be two and a half games up at the halfway point. And it feels like a runaway for the AFC East. And, and uh, the Bills might run away with the AFC East and still not even get, well, I guess nobody, only one team gets a bye, but they might, uh, um, they might not even get higher than the fourth seed, even if they run away with the East. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think uh, I don't think any of those other teams have a chance of making the playoffs, Patriots included. So, so the Bills will be in there. That'll be the third and fourth seed. Um, all right, Titans versus at the Bengals. Bengals only laying five and a half points, or only getting five and a half points. Is that does that feel low? Yeah, I, I thought it would be bigger. I think this was an easy pick for me for the Titans. Yeah, same. Um, I'm a little the, – the Titans' defense doesn't scare me, but uh, also it's the Bengals. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of the points is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, going to beat up that rookie quarterback. So, I feel confident in this one with the Titans and the points. Um, but, I mean, the Bengals are – I feel like they're better than their 1-5-1 and one record. But Joe Burrow just needs to learn how to win, finish those NFL games. Is that the problem? I mean, they're you know they're giving they're giving up a lot of points. Yeah, they got holes on defense for sure, but he's got a nice little triumvirate of him and uh, Boyd and Higgins, and I guess AJ Green, but Joe Mixon, like he's they got the start of something. They just need an offensive line and defense. I mean, they've given up. 35 to the Browns, 23 to the Eagles, 25 to the Jaguars, 27 to the Ravens, 31 to the Colts, 37 to the Browns. Titans might get 40. Yeah, we will see. We shall see. But either way, I'm taking the Titans. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, next up, of 61% of, vo of uh, people picking games right now, are taking the road Raiders and the points over the 
Browns in Cleveland. We've got a home favorite who's getting no respect right now. How's that going over in the locker room, Doug? Uh, business as usual, man. We're, we're used to this shit. I'm taking the Browns with those two and a half points. Um, you think the Browns gonna the Browns are gonna beat win by more than two and a half? Yes. Yeah. I'm surprised how many people are picking the Raiders in this thing, but um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how you know the not playing with OBJ, no Chubb. I get it, I guess, in that sense. But we still got Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Month in the AFC. So are the Browns a really, really, really good bad team or are they a terrible good team? Uh, they're a team figuring it out. We've been bad for so long. Um, they're just figuring it out. I mean, I don't, I'm not putting them in the top echelon of teams in the NFL right now, but they're going to make the playoffs this year. And I think that's going to be a great experience for all of our young guys. So well, you're on got- the rise. So nine um, wins, not if there's seven seeds this year, there's nine wins gets you there. You only need four wins and your winnable games. God, you could get to, you could rattle off four straight here. Raiders, Texans, Eagles, Jaguars. There's your nine fucking wins. Yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, no, I think they're right now the Browns are projecting to get 10 wins this year and make the playoffs. So. Yeah, not to mention Giants and Jets in weeks 15 and 16. Right so, I mean, like, yeah, 10-11 wins is good God. Yeah. And so they're getting – <laughs> You know, I know we have still got the Titans, Ravens, and Steelers left. Those are the three tough games, but all the other, all the other games are very winnable. We're we're gonna have the uh, the eleven win Browns in the playoffs, and nobody in Cleveland is gonna be able to go to the fucking game. <laughs> I think they keep adding numbers. I think they've gone from six thousand in the first couple of weeks to now twelve thousand in these in the last couple. So okay, all right. So that is gonna be an that is gonna be an expensive ticket. Yeah, they were literally tear the gates down to see Browns in the playoffs. Like, rabid animals, man. Like dogs. Uh, but, yeah, this is a this will be a close game, but I think the Browns got it. I think uh, look out for our rookie tight end, Harrison Bryant, two touchdowns last week. I think he could easily get one or two this week. You were high on him early. Yeah, I think if you remember our first – one of the first podcasts we did, the preview even – I was telling you how there was guys comparing them to your boy, Kittle. <clears throat> Which, you know, people always project to the best guys out there. But Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, like it's, like, it's, it's, that, it's that fun ceiling. There's – I got to send it to you on Twitter. There's a, a – do you follow NFL Films on Twitter? Um, no, I don't think I do. It's good. Yeah. Um, there's five minutes of mic'd up George Kittle from this last weekend, and he's just – He's just a joy, an absolute joy. Nice. He's so yeah, funny. He's a beast. He's, yeah, he's so funny. Jimmy throws a pick. He, J- Jimmy's throwing a pick on a pass intended for Kittle. Goes way over his head, and you just hear Kittle go, that's not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just in the middle of like, that's not good. 
Um, anyway, he's fun. He's fun. I recommend everybody get a George Kittle. That except for the Seahawks, you can't right. have them. Um, Colts at so I'm taking the Browns. I I, I think thirteen. I think sixty one percent of uh, America is just betting on the logos and not betting on the fact that one team's five and two and is beating the hell out of everybody that's not a top three team in the league. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the Browns. I like it. Um Colts at Lions. Lions at home, the three and three Lions at home getting two and a half points. Um so the Lions uh had a little bit of a run here two get two wins in a row. They've won three out of their last four. Um, I got the Colts. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean the Colts with those, yeah, with the points, yeah, I would go Colts. I think they're the better team, but I can see the Lions winning this game. I've got, I, I've got, I'm taking the points with the Lions. Okay. Uh, for, for not many other reasons than just I, I just I like home teams that get points. And I'm not entirely like the Lions last. The Lions are on a two-game winning streak, but the winning streak is is against the Jags and the Falcons, and it's a game against the Falcons. They probably shouldn't have won anyways. Um, yeah. so I might regret this one, but I'm going. I'm going Lions. I just this is you know all this is it's just a hunch. I just, yeah, I'm just going Lions. Uh, I have no hunches on the next game. It's the one and five Vikings at the Packers and it's only six and a half points and I'm taking the Packers. Yeah, this is tough. Cause I think the Vikings are going to put up some points. These games, I feel like these games always turn into kind of the shootouts, Vikings and Packers. Um, six and a half is a lot, but I picked it. I'm right now. I have the Packers as well. So Packers should, I mean, they should beat the shit out of them, but I don't know. I like those two receivers from the Vikings. Yeah. They're not bad. Not bad at all. Rumors of trade rumors of Thielen to Cleveland are circulating. Really? Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting one. I mean, you know, there's a lot of bullshit out there right now for the trade deadline, but I thought he had a contract. Like they, they just yeah. gave him one. And he's like a local product. He's like from somewhere right there in Minnesota. So I'd be surprised if they would trade away a guy like that. But I would take him. Sure. Nominal. Sure. I mean, there was do you remember a couple of years ago just how frantic everybody was that he was like he'd set some record or was about to set some record for like a hundred straight yeah, a hundred X number of games in a row over a hundred yards or something. And I'm like, I'm looking around. I even did a meme about it. And I'm like, I'm looking around. And the only reason I remember is because I was scrolling through some very old memes. And I'm like, I even wrote a meme that says, nobody's going to be talking about this in like 60 days. And now I'm literally the only person that I think that remembers it because I made a meme about it and happened to fucking dust it off in the attic. But uh, anyway, just more. He's he's wonderful and great and everything. I've never been a uh, a tremendous fan, but um, yeah, I mean, shit, dude. If you can get him, go get him. Yeah, yeah. go yeah. be a playoff team, Cleveland Browns. Right, we got money. 
Yeah, there you go. Um, so I'm taking the Lions. I'm taking the Packers. Uh, Jets giving 19 and a half points to the Chiefs. Chiefs are at home. And 61% of people think the Chiefs are going to cover the 19-point spread. Are you one of them? So for the first time all season, the Jets actually covered the points last week against your boy, Josh Allen and the Bills. God, you can't even cover the spread against the Jets. There's an MVP for you. Couldn't even score a touchdown against them, right? I know. I know, but sure. North New York's Messiah, Josh Allen. <laughs> he walks on oh, yeah, water, so mostly because it's fucking frozen up there, but whatever. So now these New York Jets travel to Kansas City after probably their best performance of the year. Yeah, holding Josh Allen to no touchdowns, holding, <laughs> holding the Bills to no touchdowns is a victory yeah. in and of itself. It's a moral win. So 19 and a half point spread, I'm still taking the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, like, the Jets, they're so bad. Like they were talking, I can't remember. I was watching, watching a sports radio show, but they were just saying like, these Jets are way worse than like the own 16 Browns and Lions of the years past. Like it's not even close. So they're saying it's monumentally bad. So yeah, 20 points against, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're not, you know, are the Chiefs going to show anything against the Jets? They're going to put anything on tape for their actual foes. Maybe they just dink and dunk. And then that's the only thing I can see the, the way. Yeah, the, chi- the, the, the Chiefs are going to be the only thing that stopped the Chiefs from covering the spread. Exactly. Like Mahomes resting like after with seven minutes to go in the third quarter is about the only thing. Yeah. Because who's their backup? Is it like Chad Henney? Yeah, I think that's who I saw coming at the end of the game last week. I wanted to say like Chris Winkie or something, but I think Chris Winkie's 50 at this point, but Chad Henney's close. Shit, Winkie was 26 at Florida State, so yeah, he's old as fuck now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was Henney. Michigan third right. quarterback. Those Michigan quarterbacks. Um, all right, Rams, 10 o'clock game, East Coast, against the three and three Dolphins, the Frisky. Three and three Dolphins starting to uh, – Dolphins are getting three and a half points. They're the home team. It's a 10 o'clock game. I'm taking the Dolphins. Yeah, so that defense against Tua in his first career NFL start. Um, so is Tua really good? Or is he – if he's anything less than really good, then the Rams are going to win and cover. I don't know, man. I'm not like – so I'm <laughs> – I'm – this is – the Rams are – like, I think, you know, the whole – God, I can't even get a fucking sentence out right now because, I like, I, I want to say what I want to say. Damn it. The uh, – you know how you're not supposed to bet on teams on, – on your favorite team, right, because you get too emotional about it? Right, right, yep. I would have a tough time betting on the Rams – Mostly because the only time I ever see them play, like the last three times, the Niners have just taken them to the booty house. So I don't have a very – I think it's a soft five and two at this point. Um, that being said, uh, I'm not – I think the Dol- – again, I just – I like – I mean, the, the, and then on top of that, the Dolphins just looked ridiculous against the, against the Niners. 
and did whatever they wanted. And so it's like, I've got those two things in my head. And, yeah. and then on top of that 10 o'clock game and on top of that, getting the points and I'm going with the fish. I so. think two is the trouble. I'm taking the Rams with those points. All right. All right. Uh, game of the week. Where's two? Is yeah, the- where's a, uh, where's a fucking terrorist attack when you need one, right? <laughs> yeah, Ravens. Um, I'm just kidding. USA, USA. Um, but yeah, definitely game of the week. Steelers at Ravens. Um, the Ravens are favored three and a half points. What do you think of that? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. It's right. I, I'm happily taking the Steelers and the points. I think the Steelers. I think you and I both think the Steelers are the best team in football right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, I watched every snap of that game against the Browns. They're they're impressive as much as I hate to say it. Um, yeah. But their pass rush, their defensive backs, their defense in general is pretty phenomenal. Who's the bigger game manager at this point, Lamar Jackson or Ben Roethlisberger? Um, dude, I mean, Roethlisberger's got some very talented receivers around him. So – He's just – I think he's just got to get the ball to those guys. He's just playing point guard, huh? Yeah, I think uh, I think Lamar's got to make multiple plays with his legs a game to be a factor. So, so I think – I mean, Roethlisberger's older and more of a – more of a get it out. But, like, I saw some crazy stat last week where he's – he's getting the ball out in, like, almost just over two seconds, like is his average for the season or something. Wow. So he's getting it out faster than anybody right now, and that's uh, shows in their record and his stats. So yeah, so but yeah, I think we're both we're both taking the Steelers along with sixty six percent of these uh, experts on ESPN picks can pick them. I like it. I like it. Uh, the Herberts traveling to the Broncos, and they're both two and four, but like the Chargers. So more people. Let's see here. Let's find a let's find a game that doesn't have a twenty point spread. So, let's see here. It's a weird game. Titans Bengals at five and a half. So the five and one Titans are getting seventy eight percent of the vote on the road against the one and five Bengals, but the two and four Chargers are getting seventy seven percent of their vote against the two and four Broncos. I feel like the, the, the Herberts are maybe. Yeah, this, that's right. Just burped on the podcast. I think the Herberts are, um, are a little overrated by the general public at this point. I think he's incredible, but I don't think the two and four chargers should be getting, should be that heavily favored by the public going into a fucking game against another two and four team. Yeah, it might be the, the, what their Chargers last game was, what, Monday Night Football? It's a primetime game, so I think he might be fresh in people's minds playing a big game like that on TV. Um, but, yeah, dude, he's – like I said last time, he is uh, he's the guy I probably feel like I eat the most crow on as far as my preseason predictions. Uh, he's looking great, and they already have a good defense. I think these teams are pretty evenly matched. So I don't, yeah, I, I mean, I'm with the 77% though. Really? Take Chargers, yeah. No, I'm taking the Broncos. I am taking the Broncos. 
Yeah, I just I think I I've got uh and again this like, you know, I'm I'm emotionally attacked to attached to Vic Fangio. I think he's a good coach. I think they've got a good defense and I'll take the team and and if any team's going to blow a kick at the end of the game to not win it, then um it would be on even if they do win it with a yeah, I mean if they were tied and kicked a field goal, the Chargers would I would lose the bet, but other than that, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty comfortable. I think I think it'll be a close game and I'd rather take the home team and the points. You you yep, that's part of your formula. So, yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. My, yeah, the, the formula which is losing to you by three games still. So I still have not caught yeah. you. So my last three weeks have been pretty awful. So turns out sometimes just picking the better team rather than some goofy shit where you take the points in the home team is uh actually works in your favor somehow i don't understand it it's fucking it's, it's you might be a witch but you know it is what it is here we go oh uh, god i did it again saints at bears bears are the home team bears are getting two and a half points and i'm taking the i'm taking the underdog home team again this so yeah be a 75 again we got something in the 70s here 75 percent are picking the saints and uh i'm actually with you i nice. am bears with those two and a half points i think the bears could win this game um we're starting to get into that time of year where nick Foles starts you know start putting up stupid numbers and gets hot he's streaky and i don't think the saints are very good well doug as as it gets as it gets colder the member shrinks closer to the body (laughs) and that leaves more blood for his actual brain so this is why he gets better Later it's in the science. season, when it gets cold, it's science, man. I, I took an it. I took anatomy. I know how these things work. Right. I watch AP Bio. Yeah. Right. All right. Sweet. I like it. So yeah, go Bears. Um, sixty-eight percent of people think my birthday is going to go very poorly. Yeah. So. Your boys at four and three are going into Seattle five and one. Seattle three and a half point favorite, and as you mentioned, sixty eight percent of these experts on the Pigskins Pick'em ESPN are picking the Seahawks. Who are you picking? I'm I'm taking the points and the team that's got the better defense. As that's am the, I. That's the Niners. As am I. <clears throat> I mean, when you've given up twenty five, thirty, thirty one. 23, 26, and 37 to non-Kyle Shanahan teams, I got to think you're giving up 30 to a Kyle Shanahan team. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, – I just feel like the 49ers are the kryptonite for every team in that division. Um, But, yeah, I feel good about your guys in this one. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I saw the Seahawks blow it to the fucking Cardinals last week. And made me lose my fucking <laughs> six-team teaser. It was the only game I lost by a half point. Oh no! Lost. Well, I didn't lose. I lost. I so how does so how how does a teaser work? Right? You get do you, you get to play with the spread a little bit because I don't I don't I don't gamble on the football. Yeah. So it's uh so the one that I did was a six-point teaser. Um. So I think I think the Seahawks were favored by four and a half. So with the teaser, I had them getting two and a half points. Gotcha. 
and I okay. lost that. That was the game that I lost. I picked five other games correctly, but that was the game I lost, Seahawks Cardinals. So fuck you, Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, that last interception wasn't great. Yeah, even if he like, dude, just punt it and tie the game and Doug wins his money. We're all <laughs> <laughs> piece of shit. So I'm prepa- I'm preparing myself for a 49ers loss. Um and uh because not we're getting a couple of guys back, but we're down Debo, and Debo is such a big part of the offense right now. Well on on all the 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 their passes, but they're those little touch passes that uh you know on the jet sweep touch pass things, like he's such a big part. And they were playing him at running back last week and he was just kind of jack of all trades all over the place, just kind of like, you know, Swiss Army knife style. Um, but I'm you just – You got to be frustrated with his health situation because uh, as, a, as a player on my fantasy team, I'm frustrated with it. All right. Yeah, it's, it's – I mean, we're getting Quan Alexander back and Jimmy Ward is coming back. So there's two starters we're getting back on defense. So defense might be even getting, getting even – Defense is getting healthier, um, and Debo's out, and we're down to we're now down our f- top four running backs, and but I I really like the Hasty kid, so he he's like he's kind of like you know he's five nine he's two hundred and five pounds he wears red and gold and it's just like it's the, just you know little running backs that are built to those dimensions. Um, make me happy for some reason. What's going so, on with McKinnon? Is he going to put up some points? I have him in fantasy. They like he's got like tired legs. Is the they were like purposefully rested him last week? I would expect that, and I and I I'm guessing they thought that they were going to be able to beat the brakes off the Patriots, and so they didn't need him. Um, because he only really played once Wilson got hurt. And I expect that they might have been resting him for the Seahawks game so that he got kind of an extra bye week. So uh, that's the hunch. I got starting this week, so he better fucking produce. Yeah, he's – well, it's like if if the Niners get up, then he might not get on the field. Like, because they're just just going to pound the rock with with Hasty. Um, and some end arounds with yuck. Um, but I don't know. We'll see, man. This, I think it's going to be a good game, but fucking Russell, God, playing Russell Wilson on my birthday, man. It's just fucking, why does like this have to happen? Well, this game, if the Niners pull it off, everybody's within a game of each other, right? Pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the Niners would be only a half game. That would be five and they'd be five and the Seahawks would be five and two. The Niners would be five and three. So the Niners would be a half game behind. If the Dolphins win, the Rams would be five and three. And I think the Cardinals who were on a bye. The Cardinals were on a bye. So, I mean, they'd all, if the Niners win, every team in the division's got five wins. Yeah. At the halfway point. So every team in the division is basically on pace to finish at 10 and 6. Yep. Fucking NFC West, man. What a division. So I'm still, I'm going with the Niners. I'm taking the points and preparing myself for 
um, a valiant effort and Russell Wilson does something Russell Wilson at the end of the game and ruins my birthday. That's what I'm preparing for. But it's like, it's basically going to just be like me stomping around the house, anxious as shit for the entire morning game. And then at like one twenty-five Pacific standard time, I'm going to plant my ass in front of that TV and my neighbors behind me. Here's the fucking thing that drives me nuts, dude. My neighbors behind me, like across the alley and up the hill a little bit. Yeah. And I know them. But the neighbors behind me are Seahawks fans. And because I stream all my games through the Apple TV, yeah. all my shit is like 15 seconds behind. Uh, so, so you're hearing. I'm hearing cheering and going, motherfucker. <laughs> That's the worst. And I live in an apartment and I hear, uh, I mean, this place is old. These walls are thin. I hear other people cheering when I'm watching some of these primetime games. I'm the same way I'm streaming mine. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, so on top of it's like, it's like, I know they're Seahawks fans. They're happy, which just drives me fucking up the wall to begin with. But yeah. I like, so no watching, no watching the game on the, uh, on the back patio this weekend. I'll have to watch yeah. it in the house and, I, I mean, like, there's no way my wife's going to let me watch it on the patio anyway because, like, I'm probably not allowed to just be stomping around the backyard, like, with a baseball bat wow. beating the shit out of, like, our patio. Well, it is your birthday, so you do what you want to do, buddy. Well, t- uh, you come over, you pass block for me, and... Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm down. Um, good knee bend. So Got a good kick slide. <laughs> she's, she's feisty man she is she is feisty um all right the uh if it's must be opposites day because god out of out of two primetime games we get three nfc east teams that yeah, shouldn't be allowed be um cowboys at eagles cowboys uh are giving up six and a half points to the eagles 80 percent, which looks like the highest number of the week are picking the Eagles. Um, who'd you have in this one? I mean, like, I'm taking the Eagles. Eagles, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's an easy pick. I think I think the Cowboys are the second worst team behind the Jets um, in the NFL right now, which is pretty sad because I think I had them winning the division, making the playoffs. Um, they, they're terrible. They're they, fucking terrible. Their owner's sc- terrible. Their, man, their coach is terrible. Their players are pieces <coughs> of shit. Like they just look like hot garbage, and uh, your boy Mike Nolan shouldering all the blame right now. But I think it's more than that. They've scored thirteen points in two weeks. Yeah, they they're awful. Like they are bad. Playing a Cardinals team that just gave up thirty-seven. Now, granted, it was for Russell Wilson and not Andy Dalton, but uh, yeah. the Cardinals don't have a great defense. Uh, Washington should not be beating anybody by twenty-two points, and they beat the. The 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 Redskins beat the Cowboys like Vegas is expecting the Chiefs to beat the Jets. Yeah. Like that just like so the 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 red the Cowboys basically turned that the the Redskins the, the Cowboys basically turned the Redskins into the Chiefs. 
just by virtue of playing them. Yeah, I don't like – like, we can re- kind of retire all the coverage of the Cowboys. The media is shoveling out right now. I don't need to see it anymore. They're terrible. I mean, it's fun to talk about because, like, just saying the Cowboys are terrible is still fun. I understand why everybody's like, hey, you know what? The Cowboys are fucking terrible. Um, but uh, Stephen A. Smith hates the Cowboys too much. It's, it's making it not fun. Fuck Stephen A. Smith. It's yeah. I mean, like the the thing with him is like it, you know, it's like it's great when he's gloating about them losing and they're like eight and eight and nine and seven because you don't have to see it every week. But when he's like yeah. sitting there cackling on his couch every week, it's like we get it. Come on. Yeah. Even I don't do a Drew Brees meme every week. I mean, I didn't even – I haven't even – I haven't put one goddamn thing on my meme page about Josh Allen not throwing a touchdown against the Jets. And I'm showing restraint. Come on. Come on. I don't make millions of dollars a year doing this. I'm able to show restraint. I'm able to come up with new new material. Yeah, grow up, Stephen A. Goddamn. My Trevor Lawrence, my Trevor Lawrence doctor joke. I think I'm, I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take a victory lap on that one. I'm really proud of that fucking joke, by the way. <laughs> I like it. I'm really proud of that one. All right, more NFC East. <sighs> Bucks at or who? I don't give a shit who's at. I turned, I, 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 I took the thing down. Who's, who's on the road here? Who's, who's the Bucks, home team? Bucks, Bucks at Giants. Seventy nine percent are. Of the people are taking the Bucks with ten and a half points. Um, yeah, I see this as one of those games where the Giants can only muster up twelve points, where Tampa Tampa could score thirty. So, I took the Bucks. You know when in uh, in Pulp Fiction where like Butch comes back and rescues Ving uh, Ving Rhames? Yeah, and and then Ving Rhames is like, I'm I'm gonna go to town on on these two motherfuckers. That to me is like Bruce Arians is is rescuing Tom Brady, and now Tom Brady is looking at the Giants and going, "I got some weapons now, motherfucker. I'm putting up 60. Um, so yeah, I think I, the Bucks by Bucks by ninety this game. I think yeah, Bucks big. Yeah, what a waste of a Monday night game. But whatever. But I I agree with your assessment there. I mean, I'm not like, I, I'm not gonna, you know, it's like my birthday dinner is not going to, the only thing that's going to ruin my birthday dinner is the fact that I'm like sitting there chewing glass if the Niners lose, but I'm not going to be invested in the Sunday night game. I'm not gonna, I get the day off uh, of work for my birthday on Monday. Nice. Uh, and then we get the election off. So I've got a four day weekend and really I don't have to concern myself with the Sunday night or the Monday night games. There's yeah. three NFC East teams playing. God, that is awful. Yeah, enjoy your weekend, man. Don't watch that those games. I mean, I'm gonna just because you know it's like it's either that or it's the Sunday like Sunday and Monday or like and then Thursday night are the only days I get to watch what I want in the living room. <laughs> so you know, I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna seed that territory. I'm not gonna make it think that like I'm not gonna give the baby the the idea that you know he gets Mondays too. Fuck that. I'll, I will sit there and I will watch a terrible game just to, you know, stake out my territory. Yeah. Oh. I feel you. All right. Well, Doug, it's been a pleasure. Yes, I sir. imagine, I imagine we'll have uh, Trevor on for Sunday night. 
Um, and uh, go Niners. Yep. Yeah, boy, I hope you have a great birthday weekend. Go Browns, go Niners. If Trevor was here, we'd say go Giants, but they got no fucking chance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not actually sure I'd say go Giants under any circumstances. I can say go Browns all I want. Um, I'm never going to say you go Giants. It's not going to happen. Never going to mean it. So, yeah. Um, anyways, good talking with you, man. We'll, uh, uh, we're 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 doing a bounce house on Saturday. If if you want to come over and hang out I'll with the crew, you tell them I'll be there. All right, hell's coming. Hell's coming with me. All right, brother. See you this weekend. Peace. Later. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. Hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. And now, Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Check out our amazing offers on internet and learn about the latest breakthrough from Xfinity. Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. That's more than enough speed to power all your devices and then some. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.